Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking Troy. I'm Nathan Ackerman. My co-host Amanda Sturgis could not be here today, but I'm joined by a very special guest, Stuart Carson, football beat writer and assistant sports editor here at the DT. Stuart, how you doing, man? Good. It's good to be here. Thanks so much for joining the show. So I wanted to talk about uh, over the weekend, USC came away with a 41-14 to lopsided win against the Arizona Wildcats. You know, the game kind of was, was what it was. It wasn't exactly a nail-biter. Arizona is not the best football team in the Pac-12 in the Pac-12 South. They're not a good football team, you might say. But I think the big storyline here was that USC just kept on getting banged up. They started the game with, you know, plenty of starters out, and they lost six more due to injuries in that game. You know, some of them are longer term than others. The depth at um, running back was one of the biggest, you know, takeaways that I that I noticed from this game. Keenan Christian played very well. He's very fast. He can, you know, run through pretty much any defense. And I, you know, I just think that I want to hear what, what you have to say about whether you think this depth can hold up because USC is really going to need it moving forward. I think, you know, it's, it's great when your fourth string running back looks like he's the next Reggie Bush, you know. But uh, <laughs> when your second option is a walk-on or like a wide receiver converted to a running back. I don't know how that lasts you, you know, a, fi- a five-game gauntlet. It'll definitely be interesting to see how that, how that plays out. But, you know, coming into this next stretch, this next stretch of, the, of the schedule, they have a lot of tough road games coming up. They play Colorado this week. Colorado's not a great team, but, you know, they should be able to take care of them. And then after hosting Oregon, we know how good they are. USC travels to Arizona State in a game that could go a long way in deciding the Pac-12 South. So, you know, USC clearly has struggled to win on the road this season. They're 4-0 at, at, at home and 0-3 on the road. And, you know, they're, they're definitely going to need to turn that around if they want to have any chance for competing for a Pac-12 title. Yeah, absolutely. It it doesn't help that we still have, you know, a couple decent teams left on the road, like Arizona State, even though they just lost to Utah, like they're no slouch with what Herman Edwards is doing over there. You know, I'd also say when when you look at the schedule considering the the home games and the away games, I think it it's not like terrifying when you look at it at first. Arizona State, like good team, but it, no Oregon. Mm. You got Oregon left, you got UCLA. With how inconsistent we've been, I would, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we went four and one out of the next five, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we went like three and two or even two and three with just how inconsistent we've been all season. Right. All I think that's that's something we. It seems I I I feel like we talk about that every week here on the here on the podcast. It's just that week to week, you really don't know what to expect from this team. You know, they've they've put together. I will say they've put together two straight performances that I guess you could call encouraging, even with the loss to Notre Dame. They're a great team. They kept that one close. And then obviously anytime you win a game by quick math, 27 points, that's going to be impressive. And it's going to give you, you know, a lot of positive signs moving forward. But I think, you know, they're, they're, they're going to have to start playing more consistently heading into these last five, five games, because, you know, they really can't afford you. You kind of take a look at the, at the, at the schedule and it really doesn't seem like they can afford to lose any of them. I mean, yeah, they beat uh, Utah, earlier this season in week four, I want to say week three, week four, you know, they're still tied with them for the, you know, top spot in the Pac-12 South. And they really only have one more tough game left against uh, Washington and that's on the road, but they're, but Utah's a great team. And if they win that game, USC is going to have to win out. They're going to have to beat uh, Oregon. They're going to have to beat Arizona state. They're going to have to beat Cal on, on the road, yeah. which, you know, Cal's definitely fallen off since the start of the season, but that could be a tough game being up, up uh, North. So I think, you know they're 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 definitely gonna have to a get healthy and b 
you know, those key contributors that hopefully are coming back in the next couple of weeks are going to need to start playing consistently in order for USC to have any any real chance. Yeah, yeah. And I'd also add, like, you know, Cal's not a great team this year, but they, they beat Washington. Right. I know it was a rainstorm and it was delayed. And they played Oregon pretty close, too, I think. So, you know, a game that you'd usually take for granted, I think, is, is definitely nothing to look over. You know, this, this season in the Pac-12 has made no sense whatsoever. I mean, you have, you know, the, Pac the Pac-12 North is pretty much locked up. Oregon's the only team that doesn't have three losses. They have none other than Oregon State, who, you know, we're not going to talk about Oregon State competing yeah. for a Pac-12, you know, title game spot. From USC beating Utah to, you know, UCLA beating Stanford, which in any other year would be absurd, you have... You know, the Cows beating the Washingtons. You have UCLA beating Washington State twice. Notice how I mentioned twice that UCLA won a game, which is just ridiculous. And even, uh, you know, looking at the Arizona game again, I think it's, it's easy as USC fans because we live in misery for the most part. But uh, it's easy to look at that game and we won by 27 and think like, oh, maybe things are back on track for the most part. But I don't know. We blew out Stanford and then Stanford lost to, I think, UCF the next week, right. like, by 20 or 30 so I feel like you know the, the Arizona win is really uh, encouraging but I mean Arizona is just a bad team so who knows where we actually are as a team here I don't want to be too pessimistic but the fact that we're you know USC just blew out Arizona and now we're talking about you know some some people are talking about oh they're going to go to the Pac-12 championship they're going to beat Oregon twice they're going to go to the Rose Bowl who knows it'll save Clay Elton's job a, a home game against Arizona should not be an indicator of you know whether or not USC is back. I think we're we're really going to get a, a a really nice test when they host the Ducks when they go on the road to play the Sun Devils because those are, those are going to be two really big games and those are two teams that Arizona State didn't look great against Utah last week, but Utah's a great team too and I think you know they're still definitely if they can string string together some wins and take care of the games that they that they should take care of they're definitely in the hunt for a Pac-12 title too. It seems to be pretty much a three-team race between them, USC and Utah. Yeah. I actually don't know if I agree. I actually was thinking about it today, and I mean, maybe a Rose Bowl, maybe a Rose Bowl appearance uh, retains Helton here, but even if we get to the Pac-12 title game, like, you know, it's not in the Pac-12, like, it's, it's not too hard to get to the Pac-12 title game, it seems like, with the competition we have every week. So with how last season went, I, Helton was even on the hot seat uh, last time they won the Pac-12 championship, you know, when they, I think they played Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl after that. I don't even know if a Pac-12 appearance or a Pac-12 championship uh, saves his job. But, like, who knows uh, with how up and down the season's been. Like, maybe it's all ups from here, mm -hmm. except for Oregon, which does not appear likely. I think if USC were to not have the finish to this season that a lot of fans are certainly hoping for, one thing that could, be, could save Clay Helton's job is the fact that this team has been decimated by injuries all year and that – you know, they were finally getting healthy again. They were finally getting some of their key contributors back. And then they all went down against uh, the, the Wildcats. And I think, you know, that'll, that'll definitely be, you know, that'll, that'll definitely be something Clay Helton can fall back on and something that, you know, the players can also support him over too. I mean, he really does not have a ton to work with this year, especially with the recruiting classes that SC's gotten in the past, you know, couple of years. They haven't, it's, it's, it's not like he has, 
it's it's not like he's working with a roster that's as loaded as USC normally is year in and year out. And I think that could be something that the athletic department maybe points to and says, look, they're four and three. They've competed against some really good teams. They've beaten some pretty good teams. And they're not playing with some of their best players. I mean, they're, you know, JT Dillon's got hurt in the first game of the season. To sum it all up, I think there have been times in the past couple weeks, in the past couple years, when Clay Hilton's job has chances of keeping his job have looked worse than now. You know, at the very least, it's kind of shown like we got some depth, you know. Keaton's out, we win a game at Utah. I mean, originally JT Daniels out, we win a game there. So I guess one positive to take out of all of this is that at least we got we got a lot of depth apparently, and a lot of depth is like getting reps now. Right. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see how that plays out for the rest of the season, both in terms of Clay Hilton's job and what we really care, care the most about is USC, the way they can finish the season, and maybe they'll get the spot in the Rose Bowl, maybe they'll win it, who knows, it's all still up for grabs. And that'll do it for this episode of Talking Troy. Stuart, thanks so much for joining me on the show. No problem, it's great to be here. And we'll talk to you next time in two weeks. Talk and Troy is produced by Sean Flannelly, Natalie Bettendorf, Aiden Berg, Eileen Toe, and Tomas Mir. 